You're listening to the Food Freedom Podcast, hosted by me, Dylan Murphy, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. Food Freedom Podcast explores the topics of intuitive eating, mindset, and body respect to help you create a lifestyle of lasting food freedom. We believe it's possible to feel confident in your food choices and connected to your body. And here on Food Freedom Podcast, we will show you how. I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and owner of Dylan Murphy Nutrition, a nutrition coaching practice helping women make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. We welcome all foods over here, from kale salads to queso and everything in between. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Food Freedom Podcast. So recently on Instagram, I was asked about the difference between mindful eating and intuitive eating. And this is a incredible question. And so I thought the best place to really explain this would be on a podcast episode. So here we are. I think a good place to start is diving into the definition of both intuitive eating and mindful eating so we can get a bird's eye view of what these two concepts are, especially if you're listening and maybe you aren't necessarily familiar with kind of how, let's say, Webster's Dictionary of mindful eating and intuitive eating. And and then we can kind of dig a little bit deeper of the difference between the two. So the center of mindful eating defines mindful eating as allowing yourself to become aware of the positive and nurturing opportunities that are available through food selection and preparation by respecting your own inner wisdom. And using all your senses in choosing to eat food that is both satisfying to you and nourishing to your body and becoming aware of physical hunger and satiety to guide your decisions to begin and end eating. So basically what all of that's saying is mindful eating is kind of how we relate to food in the sense of navigating our hunger, navigating our fullness, how we choose food, what motivates our decisions for what we're eating for lunch, for dinner, for snacks, how we prepare our food, really just the the mindset behind our decisions. And then also what what our experience at mealtimes look like. Are we present? Are we aware with, you know, what we're eating? Are our senses involved? Are we aware of when we're hungry and when we're full? And so that's mindful eating. Intuitive eating is made up of 10 principles, and it's a framework that really gives you the skills to walk away from diets with the goal of moving to a more intuitive nature with food. We're just eating becomes kind of like any other like natural born skill that we have where we're just brought back to kind of our our childhood instincts almost with food. I'll read over the 10 principles real quick of intuitive eating. And we've talked a good bit about these principles kind of throughout the podcast, but the 10 principles are reject the diet mentality, honor your hunger, make peace with food, challenge the food police discover the satisfaction factor, feel your fullness, cope with your emotions with kindness, respect your body, movement, feel the difference, and lastly, honor your health with gentle nutrition. 
And so from there, we can see within intuitive eating, if I had to pull out, I would say, feel your fullness, discover the satisfaction factor, and honor your hunger also kind of are one and the same with mindful eating. Now, they don't, you know, they go a few steps deeper, but but all that to say, the way that we typically talk about intuitive eating versus mindful eating is I would say that intuitive eating encompasses mindful eating, but it goes several layers deeper. So like I said, intuitive eating is made up of 10 principles that highlight mindful eating, such as, you know, honoring our hunger and feeling our fullness, but intuitive eating also goes into the importance of topics such as rejecting the diet mentality, respecting your body, coping with emotions with kindness. So if we're envisioning a puzzle, let's say this is like a thousand piece puzzle and intuitive eating is this big puzzle, then mindful eating would make up one or, you know, if this is a thousand piece puzzle, mindful eating would probably make up multiple of these puzzle pieces. Basically, mindful eating is part of intuitive eating, um, but intuitive eating is like the 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 full picture. Um, another thing that comes to mind is like, I hope y'all track with me on this analogy here. If you think of, I think people refer to them as like the Russian dolls where they're like, you know, you have the doll and then you pull the doll apart and then there's all these little Russian dolls inside of it. So if we have that big doll, let's say that is intuitive eating. And then as we open up each Russian doll from there, one of those dolls inside would be mindful eating. But other ones would be, you know, the work we do to reject the diet mentality, the work we do on body image and respecting our body, the work we do around movement and around coping with our emotions. So there's so many pieces to the puzzle. Um, And mindful eating is one of those pieces within this bigger picture that is intuitive eating. So let's take it a a step deeper because we've defined mindful eating. We've defined intuitive eating, but let's define them a little bit more. So, you know, if you're listening and you're like, okay, so I get that mindful eating is a part of intuitive eating, but you know, in my day-to-day life, what, what does mindful eating look like and how can I make sure I am practicing mindful eating? And then same thing with intuitive eating. What does intuitive eating look like? kind of on a more tangible level, and how can I make sure I'm practicing that? So mindful eating, well, both mindful eating and intuitive eating are not black and white. So it's not like, here's your set of rules, here's what you do, you're you're either following them or you're breaking them. And I think that's especially important with mindful eating because it's easy to think, you know, like I talked about with our hunger and our fullness and being fully present, mindful and aware at meals that thus that would mean, okay, if so, if I have distractions at my meal, I'm doing it wrong. Or, oh, if I eat past my fullness, I've done something wrong. No, because this is not black and white. This is very gray. And, and what this means is, you know, kind of finding what makes sense for your specific lifestyle. So for example, when I have clients come to me with you know, a history of being on diets for a while, maybe they have an eating disorder history, um, whatever their their history with food looks like. And if we're working to bring back that connection with you know, what hunger feels like, what fullness feels like, what foods they even enjoy, we might put a lot of emphasis on mindful eating of like, okay, let's try and sit down at the table and, and enjoy meals there. Let's try and minimize distractions if we can, because that's going to help us be more present. 
you know, if we're working to pay attention to our hunger and fullness cues more at a meal, but we're also super distracted with, you know, watching TV and folding the laundry and reading a book while, while we're also eating because hello, America, we're all masters of multitasking. So I think, you know, the goal isn't necessarily how can I have the most distraction-free environment, but in beginning this journey, it can be helpful to eliminate some distractions so you can reconnect with these hunger and fullness cues. And so maybe what that looks like is at first it's being super intentional of like, okay, let me make sure, you know, let's say dinner every day. I want to try and sit at my table, eat dinner there. Maybe I'm still reading a book, listening to music. Like it doesn't mean I have to sit in silence and just stare at my plate, but I'm at least present enough at this meal that I can recognize when I'm full. I can recognize also just how food feels in my body. Like when I'm eating the food, you know, when I'm eating, let's say the first thought that comes to mind is like Mexican food for me, like a bowl, like a burrito bowl. Am I actually tasting and savoring these flavors or do I not even notice? And then the meal's gone and I'm like, I guess I'm full. I don't know. And so the goal with mindful eating is again, bringing back that attunement. Okay. I know what fullness feels like. I know what foods I enjoy. I know the flavors I'm, I'm present at meals. And then as you really build up the skill more and more, you're able to be in environments of distraction, like eating while watching a movie, eating while you're in your bed, eating, you know, in other distracting environments, but yet still be able to practice mindful eating because you've developed this skill or this habit per se, where you're able to be distracted, but still in tune with your hunger and fullness, if that makes sense. Um, But again, all of that to say at first, it can be helpful of like, okay, I'm trying to learn this new skill. So what can I do to make learning this skill be as easy as possible. Some other just kind of tangible tips that I share with clients a lot would even be like putting your fork down between bites. If you're, if it's something you're holding like a taco or a sandwich, putting that down between bites, trying to be mindful about like having a sip of water throughout your meal as well. Just anything that can kind of help slow down the eating process too. So it allows you to really connect with like okay, am I enjoying this? Do I feel full? My plate's empty. Am I still hungry? How am I feeling? Because I think we're used to just going on autopilot while we eat. So mindful eating, that kind of encompasses that. Taking that then and adding into it with intuitive eating, like I mentioned, everything that I just described falls under that umbrella of intuitive eating. But what it can also look like is digging deeper. What emotions come up when I see rice on my plate? Am I filled with fear, guilt, shame? What do I do with those emotions? Um, What am I feeling about my body based on what I just ate for dinner? So we're taking our food thoughts and our food choices 10 layers deeper and seeing, okay, when I make, let's say, burrito bowls for dinner, I noticed that I only put either rice or beans. I don't put both, one or the other. Why do I do that? So that's kind of where intuitive eating goes in and rejecting the diet mentality, discovering the satisfaction factor of seeing, okay, am I only adding one? Because growing up, I was taught I could only have you know one carb item at a meal. So adding two feels bad. 
Um, so really getting curious with your decisions, your food choices. Um, and then also it overflows into how you move your body, respecting your body. Are you moving it in a way that nourishes and you enjoy your body or is it rooted in punishment? Have you, are there foods that feel like fear foods to you that you don't have? If you're, again, let's go with the burrito bowl. Like, are you, are you having cauliflower rice instead of regular rice when you know you really would rather have regular rice? And so again, intuitive eating is just so, so, so multifaceted and, and mindful eating is one of those components. And so for anyone listening, I want to encourage you that really both intuitive and mindful eating is not by any means an overnight journey. Like, okay, I want to eat more intuitively. I want to eat more mindfully. Let's go. Okay, we've arrived. No, <laughs> it takes time. It takes a lot of unlearning and relearning. And, and a lot of times it takes accountability and support and reaching out for help. And so if you're listening and you're like, oh, this sounds so good. Intuitive eating mindful eating, like that would be amazing if I could do that. Well, we can help you. My team and I at Free Method Nutrition, we offer a group coaching program, Free Method Academy. And if you're listening to this live, as in it's the first week of March, we are currently enrolling for our spring cohort. And we would love, love, love to have you in it. Our group coaching program is a three-month coaching program so that you can gain support and accountability to really walk into these habits of intuitive and mindful eating. And the real value there is that you can gain lasting clarity and confidence in your food choices. And with this three months of accountability, you we are ensuring that you get all the support you need to reach your goals to turn these goals into lasting habits. And so if this interests you, this idea of group coaching, we would love for you to apply. If you head to freemethodnutrition.com slash academy, you'll see much more information on the program and you'll see a link to the application. If you submit that, we'll reach out to you via email of next steps from there. So we would love, love, love to have you in the program. And as always, if you have any questions about this episode or questions about our programs at Free Method Nutrition, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at dylanmurphy.rd. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Food Freedom Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Free Method Nutrition for more inspiring content on food freedom, intuitive eating, body respect, and many other things. If you're curious how you can support our podcast and help it to reach more people like you, we would love if you would take a minute to rate and review the show. We drop new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you subscribe so you always catch our latest conversations. See you next episode.